Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life transformation and human design coach who supports others on their own personal growth journeys. This show is all about rediscovering and reinventing who we are, and we are going to talk about it all. From wellness, spirituality, self-empowerment, energy, self-realization, sobriety, mental health awareness, literally anything that can help us along on our own self-project journeys. So let's dive right in. So I want to welcome to the show, Andrea Barker, and I'm really excited to have Andrea on. She is a writer and she knows that behind every business is a story. She knows that the strength of every organization is in its people. She knows that it's the people who inspire others to do great things too. And she knows that what we want is to connect with real people and all of that ties in with the writing that she does. She has books that she's going to talk with us about, and she's just going to talk more with us about, um, you know, sharing her journey and just talking about how you can share your own journey too. So with all of that, um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Andrea. Do you mind just sharing, just sharing more of your story with us and who you are and what you do? Sure. So um, I'm Andrea. And I actually started off as a dancer, a choreographer, and a dance movement therapist. So I danced all through my childhood and then went on to get a degree, an undergrad in dance, and then a master's where I studied uh, dance movement therapy with the older adult population, working specifically with like stroke recovery, depression, Alzheimer's. Um, But I found, I think I was in my late 30s um, in Canada, in the US, it's a bit more prevalent, but here the jobs were still few and far between. I had a steady position, but it was still only 15 hours a week. And I was bartending on the side as I had done as a creative for about 20 years (laughs) off and on. So um, I was ready to not do that anymore. And, And the funny thing is, is that as an I, I loved what I did, but at the same time, I just really felt like something was missing, which was a really hard thing to grasp because a, if you've ever met any dancers, you just, we, who are hardcore, you just don't quit. And so quitting was like this thing is like, Oh, I can't quit. I failed if I quit. But then also it was, um, uh, because I felt like I was wanting to do good in the world and that was a good thing for the world. How could I not want to do that anymore? So there was a lot of guilt and kind of shame around this idea of wanting to let this like good thing go. But then finally I just did. Cause I, nice. I just needed to. And, and so I thought I needed to get like an adult job and I went to go work in an office. If I'm going too long on a tangent, just shut me up. I'll stop. But I, I feel like this is valuable because, um, for those two reasons, one, the shame of quitting something, and then also to being sort of midlife and doing a full pivot away from a passion where you defined your whole self as this thing to give that up is hard. And a lot of people will stick in something that maybe it's time to let go of because the reality is in life, we're not necessarily just meant to do one thing. There's this idea like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Here's this one thing you're supposed to, you know, you pick, you decide, you go, you do it. But oftentimes I think we're meant to be more than one thing. And it's all about, um, 
you know, being on a winding path and letting go and being open. So anyhow, I went and worked for an office. I really learned that being a grown up wasn't meant for me. So So also at the same time, unfortunately, we had some tragedy happen in our family. So uh, uh, like about a year into it, I also just so I I was really struggling with a career shift. Uh, Someone really close to me passed away. It, It changed where my life was at and I needed to change and shift again. And so I went back to myself and started thinking about it. And as I was doing that um, on my commute into work, which about three days a week, because I was living between two different cities, um, was about an hour and a half to two hours. I started writing a book about this little girl who didn't know what she wanted to be when she grew up. And so she went through all the rooms in the house in her head and still couldn't find it. And so she went out into the world and she met her good wolf and the moon and the stars. And at the end of it, she knew what she wanted to do. And so she went back and out into the house and her back to the house in her head and knew she needed to be a writer. And that was my journey. And that was where Sadie tells stories came from was so she has her origin story in a book. Um, and then my, my partner is an artist. He works in VFX and, um, but also he's a visual artist. And so he illustrated that book for me. So we recently put that one out but from there, I started ghostwriting. And so really also what I want to tell people is if you have this idea for a job or a career and you're like, I, I've heard of this thing, but it's not very popular, just start talking about it with people. I did it both with dance movement therapy and with ghostwriting where I just said, I've heard of this thing. I really want to do it. And someone in my circle said, oh, I know someone who does that. And I found a mentor in both cases. So Um, so for ghostwriting, I found my mentor and she, uh, I worked, I was able to work for her for a bit to get some experience. And then from there, she recommended me once I published my first book, she recommended me out and I've been getting work in that ever since. Um, and what I do with ghostwriting is I help people write the books that they want to write as well as, um, I can coach too. So I do a variety of, uh, I work with people in a variety of ways, depending on how they want to work. I love that. I have so much I want to touch on from that. (laughs) Like so much. So number one, when you just said like, I'm going to take us on a tangent. I literally think that you intuitively picked that up for me because when you went off on your tangent and you talked about transitioning from something you love, something that you probably felt like almost defined you. Did you feel that way about it? 100% fully defined who I was as a person. I felt that way about nursing for so long. So I was an ER nurse for 10 years. And um, when I lost my job, I was in part of like a mass layoff, which was okay because I had planned to become a stay-at-home mom anyways. I also have five boys. (laughs) So yeah. So it had been in our plan that eventually I would leave the workforce to stay home, but I just never could quite make that leap. So that was kind of like the shove off the cliff. And I feel like you speaking about um, you know, just having to pivot from something that absolutely defined you and how hard that is. So I can 100% resonate with you when you say that. But I also want to touch on failure because you mentioned that it's failure and I'm sure that you can think about it this way now, but, um, cause I think of things as failure too, but now I like to look at it as just like learning blocks or learning stepping stones, um, you know, going, going towards where we're meant to be, going towards nothing's a failure, everything's a lesson. So we think it's a failure. Well, that didn't work out or that phase of our life, that chapter of our life is now it's time for it to close and we need to make room for something new. So, you know, 
failure is such a hard thing, but I think when we can shift our mindset to looking at it as just lessons, just, though well, that didn't work out. So we're going to try something different. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's how, that's how I've come to feel. But I, I think oftentimes if you've put so much time and energy into building this kind of life, you think, oh, if I quit, I'm a failure. I did not succeed. Yes. I, you know, I didn't have this career that people would write about later. Yes, whatever. most definitely. So I also love um, that you say we're not necessarily meant to do one thing like that really stuck and resonated for me like oh maybe that was my time to close that chapter because now it's time to move on to the next part and do the next thing and impact the next group of people that I'm here to help so I really I feel like that really spoke to me so thank you <laughs> yeah, no problem yeah. it's it just it doesn't always it's not the way that I think I think more and more it's becoming normal, normal. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, it's not been something, you know, growing up, it wasn't like, what are the five careers you want in your life? Right. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that it's okay to change. And even if you've changed, that was another part of it, changing into something and realizing, Oh my goodness, I made a mistake. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like that couple yeah. of wrong thing here, owning that. And then pivoting again, not just sticking with that idea because it was supposed to be the right thing. Oh, I love that you bring that up too. Cause, um, I don't know if you know much about human design at all, but like with myself and the type that I am as a manifesting generator, that's a very big theme of my life is I have to try something out and to see how I like it. And then if I don't like it, like I can't stay there. Otherwise, it's, you know, just like running up against a brick wall. So then you pivot. So I just think it's cool that you bring that up and how that kind of ties in with human design. So I would love for you, do you mind sharing more about your books with us? You have one that you said just released and then you have one that's getting ready to. So yeah. So um, it was right before things started locking down. Um, my partner and I, for our anniversary, we went on a little art retreat. We just rented a cottage. We live in Toronto, Canada, so it's cold here. And so we rent just out near a lake. Um, and so I decided to start trying painting on canvas for the first time ever. And so I was 42 and I was just like, okay, I'm going to try this new thing. I was terrified. And as I was painting, this little red bird started showing up in the canvases I was painting and so I realized that she needed she had a story and she wanted to tell a story so I did those couple of canvases and then I started learning how to illustrate again which is very new for me um, and very terrifying and also terrifying to put it out into the world so um, because as drawing I don't know if you've ever tried art or in any way, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just going to be terrible at this. is going to suck. I can't show anybody this. <laughs> so, so for me to actually have a published book now with my own illustrations is kind of huge. So the, the book is a kid's book and it's all about fighting fear. It's this little birdie who goes on an adventure and no matter who tells her she can't do it or she'll fail or she'll die or, you know, all the horrible things that could happen to you when you take a risk, she just does it and goes on this epic adventure. And I do feel like it's timely because the world will open back up. And in some ways it's opening up now and in some ways it's closing down, but the world will open back up and we can't be afraid to get out there again um, and live life and have adventure and, and do things. And even right now, as we actually just started our second lockdown here in Toronto um, yesterday. So um, 
even just having adventure in our home. So we're feeling a bit down about it. So we each created, you can't really expect, but lockdown goals are creative goals for the next 28 days Mm -hmm. to have so that we can uh, view what's happening positively and also make some strides, like view it as like, okay, the universe is giving us time right now to create without going here, there and anywhere. So back to one red bird. So we, I actually, I just published her this summer and I ran a successful Kickstarter campaign that is still running to get some hardcover books printed, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. 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 So those will be getting printed uh, in the next month. So I should give you that actually, because I may try and do a, a stretch goal to get it printed a little prettier. So we'll see. Um, and then the, the next thing I did also while starting lockdown and just starting a little bit before I came to realization um, kind of around the same time, it's all been pivotal. It's sort of been this pivotal year, 2020. I mean, it's very hard in many ways, but for me, it's been, uh, I've changed a lot and grown a lot. And I realized that uh, I realized I was living life in fine and okay in order to please other people. I'd be like, how are you? I'm fine. How is everything? Okay. Um, Will you do this thing? Sure. That's fine. Like, I would compartmentalize my life in so many ways and have this like small bit of time where I was like, Oh, I really love this thing. I'm going to learn how to do this creative thing. And this is the little bit of time I'm allowed to have. And I can only deserve that time if I do all these things for other people. And so I decided to start exploring the different ways that I could not live in fine and okay. And rather I created a list of words like awesome, epic, fantastic, amazing that I wanted to live my life in. And so the, the 10 chapters were really about each year, each month, or as I was writing the chapter I lived in now, yes, abundance, love, wonder, curiosity, confidence, belief, and life. And so each time as I was writing the chapter, and it's not, um, I don't present myself as an authority throughout the whole thing. I lack confidence. I struggle. I have bad days. And so it's really just a journey through like trying to live in curiosity as the world was shut down. So it's like, I take my dog for a walk in the park and what, or in wonder, it's like, what is wonderful about this park that I see every single day, right? And all of a sudden I was standing there and it was kind of like the trees started talking to me and there's this wise little community of trees. And so you have this, if you open yourself up, life becomes less fine and okay and wonderful and awesome. And then you stop making decisions for the most part. Of course, there's always things you're going to have to do that you don't want to do, but I mean, that's, that's life. Like I have to do laundry tomorrow because yeah. I put it off today and then it's going to take I have to clean bathrooms today and I'm not looking forward to that. Exactly. <laughs> like that's just fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> so it's not that every moment has to be like epic, awesome, yeah. amazing, or, but it's more just like making a choice to to choose awesome over less awesome. Oh my gosh. Hi. So that's the second book. And Living is, I've been toying with, I'm waiting on my author copy from Amazon. Um, and I I believe I'm toying with, I'm not great at marketing. I'm going to openly admit, <laughs> if you do read the book, you'll see it. I'm like, ugh, marketing. I hate marketing. Um, I, um, so I think January 2nd is when it's coming out, but we'll see. Roughly. <laughs> Roughly. Um, I like the idea of January 2nd as starting on an I, I, 
I feel like other publishers would be like, oh God, don't publish January 2nd. The Christmas season is over. But I'm like, well. But I feel like it's kind of perfect for starting the new year and for somebody who wants to start on like their own, you know, also too, it's that really um, time where people are setting New Year's resolutions and goals Mm -hmm. for the new year and things like that. So I honestly think that it's kind of a beautiful time for somebody who might be goal setting or just kind of looking at what do I even want to do? You know, what am I even going to do right now? It's kind of a beautiful time for them to see your journey and realize their journey doesn't have to look, you know, like this concrete thing. Yeah. So I really love that. What I really love too, and I want to touch on, I feel like we're so similar in so many ways, how you declared, like, I'm not fine with okay anymore. I'm not like, I'm over that. I want something awesome. I too, at the beginning of this year, my birthday was in February and I turned 36 and this, so this was right before also we got locked down about a month before. And I declared at that time because me too, I always kind of had been stuck in this story of my own victimhood kind of thing. Um, keeping myself held back all the reasons why I couldn't do things, why I couldn't achieve that, why I couldn't just literally go do things or take care of myself, just like ridiculous things. Um, and so I declared on my 36th birthday, I'm going to do like one new thing a week. It doesn't even have to be something extreme. It maybe could just be like, I research a new topic or something, but I'm doing one new thing a week. And even through, so I did like my very first thing I did was I went and got, um, did Reiki therapy. And so I'd never done that before. And I ended up loving it because I ended up learning it myself. And then like the very next week was, um, oh, I don't even know what it was. It was, I took myself out to, I think I went to lunch by myself because that's always a big thing for me too, is I don't like being on my, I don't like being with myself. So took myself to lunch and just ate. So that was kind of a new thing. And so every week, even through COVID, I've been learning something or launched a podcast or I'm doing a marathon of interviews that I'm just like the world's biggest introvert and totally afraid of public speaking. And I'm just like doing all these things. So I think that it's really great that we can stand up and empower ourselves. Nobody has to give us permission. Nobody has to say that we can do it. Nobody has to like give us something, tell us something. You can just do it. You can just decide that you've had enough and that you don't want things to suck anymore. Basically, that's kind of where I was. (laughs) And like, there's more out there. I'm here for more. There's more out there. Like, And the cool thing too is every every little journey that you take, like when I started as a nurse or, you know, my little 22 year old self had no idea like what this world that we're now engaging in looks like. I didn't know what a podcast was. I didn't know that I could, you know, possibly write a book and like self-publish that I didn't have to like, you know, go and hunt somebody down. I didn't know that I could build my own business online. So I think too, that as we grow and we learn, we learn what we can do and we see more possibilities and more opportunities. And it's just a beautiful journey. (laughs) That's all I got to (laughs) say. I completely agree. (laughs) It's true. That was one one new thing a week is, is fantastic. It's um, that must be hard though, sometimes to find that, that new thing. It sometimes is. So I, I kind of, um, 
and it's not always a big thing, like I said. So it might just be like reading up on a new topic. Um, like I really started diving into learning about spirituality. So kind of just reading up on different religions and just, you know, so it's not always like an in-depth, like I really wanted it to be something where I was like going out and doing and trying new things. But mm-hmm. again, COVID kind of <laughs> locked that yeah. down. So I had to, yeah, kind of expand on that. So it might be like, oh, I tried this meditation or I might try um like I've been on some like live channeling videos before I've wanted to try, um, you know, I've done like past lives meditations, just this really, really exploring mostly actually my spirituality is what a lot of it is this year and just my beliefs and my mindset. And it's just, you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing every week, but every week I'm just stretching myself a little more. (laughs) That's great. I love it. So most definitely. So tell us, so you've got all of your books and then, so if somebody wanted to connect with you also for ghostwriting, they could just. Uh, If they check out sadietellstories.ca, they can uh, reach out to the contact page there and email me. Um, I, I love chatting with people about their books anyway. So even if someone is like, I don't know if I have a budget for that right now, or Mm. I'm really just not sure, contact me anyway love to have a chat with you and then I can at least help people get started on their journey because I I do believe that it there's so much value in just people feel good when they finish a book it's such an accomplishment and really that's the value in it there and do you feel it's healing in a way too though sharing your yeah for a lot of people it's definitely very healing but then also it's also very empowering because you realize uh a lot of times most people that I work with are in the coaching self-help healing industry. And um, so often they realize that they do have a ton of knowledge and a body of work and, and something to share and something to give back. It's, it's very empowering that way, because when you put it all in this one thing, it's like, Oh, wow. And most often I find people are like, but I have more books in me. And I have to be like, okay, don't put it all in the first one. It's okay. You right. <laughs> Most definitely. Do you have a specific genre that you like to stick to? Um. Yeah, it's usually, so I have written in fiction and nonfiction, but I generally stick to the self-help and wellness um, categories. So most of my clients are coaches, healers, um, mostly coaches and healers, actually. Awesome. I've I've written a life story for a chef, but yeah, coaches and healers mostly. Yeah. How cool. And what, and I think that's such a, almost such a privilege and an honor too to like, just a really cool thing to just take somebody's story and you have it here and you have all these pieces of it. And then you get to basically yeah. construct it and bring it to life. Um, I think that's so cool. Just a cool thing. So do you have any, anything that you wanted to add? Any closing thoughts we didn't go over? I think my closing thought is just get out there and do what you love and fight that voice in your head. And if you need help, seek a coach, seek someone who can help you. If you want to write a book, find me. But if you, if you need some help, just getting motivated, I think see someone who can just help unlock that part of the brain and push you out of where you're stuck so that you can find a way to do what you love to do. That's beautiful. I 100% agree and express the same sentiment. So you did tell us, you gave us um, where we could connect with you on your website. Did you have any social media accounts or anywhere that we could connect with you also? 
Yeah. So on Facebook, I do have Sadie Tell Stories on Facebook. Uh, the Sadie Tell Stories on Instagram, if you want to follow my art journey, it's really just my art journey on Instagram. And um, if you'd like to head over to Amazon, I have an author page on Amazon, which you can find under my real name, which is Andrea Barker. I love that. So Andrea, I want to thank you so, so much for being on today and for sharing with us. And this is this was amazing just to hear you share your passion for just writing and for just empowering yourself and refusing to live in the okay and the fine and the no, I'm going to find the awesome. So thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love what you do. Thank you so much for joining me today for the self project podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.